Angel fans need a pep talk. Angel players need a pep talk. You need a pep talk. Everybody needs a pep talk. That's why John and I are here for you. It's time to get locked on with Mike and John, and this is Locked On Angels. You are Locked On Angels, your daily Los Angeles Angels podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On Angels your first listen of the day. You can find us anywhere you get your podcasts, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SiriusXM by searching Locked On Angels. And the best way to help us out is by giving us a rate and a review. And if you're watching on YouTube, make sure that you're subscribed and click that bell to be notified every time a new episode drops. And today's show is brought to you by Sleeper. Swing for the fences on Sleeper Picks, and you could win up to 100 times your money. Download the Sleeper app and use our promo code locked on and you'll get up to $100 match on your first deposit terms and conditions apply see sleepers terms of use for details currently operational in over 30 states check out sleeper today what's going on everybody thank you for being here for this episode of locked on angels where it's your team every day you've got the frisch brothers here with you aka the super halo bros my name is john and that's my brother mike and my name is mike and that's my brother john mike you and i have been fans of this team for years and we're happy to be here for our second season of locked on angels and guess what everybody this is the one thousandth episode of locked on angels now i know you're thinking what's wait we're all those episodes on youtube well this podcast got started gosh five six years ago so uh i just want to say thanks to taylor blake ward and brent mcguire and steve granado guys who helped build the foundation for this show and allowed us to come on and locked on podcast network allowed us to come on and be your happy hosts your halo bros and be here for you monday through friday so we're celebrating a thousand episodes, huge, monumental. Thank you for everyone who's gotten us this far. By the way, Mike, I just want to say there are still fireworks happening as uh, this recording <laughs> is happening. Yep. And so for all you dog people listening or watching, just know that uh, my dog is in the room with me because we're trying to keep him safe and sound. You dog you dog people, you understand it. You they get, get it. it. So yep. if there's a bark or if there's some fireworks you hear in the background, apologies it won't normally be like that just move along just move along just move along <laughs> right right hey mike on today's show we are going to be recapping otani's start against the padres and address phil nevin's comment about chasing wins quote unquote and of course we're going to recap today's game against the padres tomorrow so lockdown everydayers jump in our listens our views our our videos on youtube anywhere you get us and listen to us. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, but first, we need to chat about Trout's injury and talk about this team, Mike, and where we stand here on July 5th as fans, as players, as a team, where the Halos stand. Let's talk about Mike Trout first. Yeah, Trout goes on the injured list, the 10-day uh, IL. Um, he's got that fracture in his left hand and they called up Joe Adele, which we were all really excited yeah. about. And then they also uh, made a move. Victor Medeiros was sent down and Gerardo Reyes was brought up from AAA. Now details on this, on this injury, John, Trout did this by holding the end of the bat against the bone and causing it to fracture off. And Oof. usually players return with no long-term impact to their game, which is really great. Surgery is normally required to remove, remove the fracture pieces. Um, we did see on Twitter yesterday from a few people that follow the Angels, Sam Blum and Jeff Fletcher, and even Erica Weston said that there's still some discussion about if if surgery should happen or not. So uh, those details will be coming out soon. Now, the the normal time frame for this is is typically four 
to six to maybe even eight weeks. Now, Jose yeah. Ramirez of the Guardians made it back in four weeks in Love 2019. It. Love it. So we're hoping that Mike Trout can pull a John Cena at the Royal Rumble and show back up. <laughs> uh, that'd be awesome. Now, four weeks, Johnny, puts Trout back at the beginning of August. Uh-huh. That means he'd miss about 16 games, and he'd mm-hmm. be back to play the Braves and the Mariners to start the month. So perfect timing. If he's out for the entire time, the eight weeks, that would be the beginning of September. And that would mean that he would miss around 43 games Mm. and would put him back against the A's and the O's. Now, if you had to guess, Johnny, when Trout comes back, do you think he comes back sooner rather than later? Oh man, I'm hoping so. I mean, that guy is built like a machine. So I'm encouraged by the fact that Jose Ramirez was able to come back in four weeks time it's a a haymate fracture and yeah. don't sit there and tell me you've ever heard of a haymate fracture before heard of because a i maker, certain- but- <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's where they got the, the name from but uh literally looked up the dictionary word for it and i was like how do you say this hamate yeah. haymate yeah and so uh, i'm pretty sure it's haymate but uh, i'm encouraged by the fact that jose ramirez was able to come back so soon i'm not going to get my hopes up yeah uh, and and listen i mean it sucks. It sucks that he's out. It sucks that it happened the way that it did. I'm, I'm glad you were able to find that detail about how it happened because it just seemed like such a freak injury, which isn't that always the case with Trout, the calf right. issue, the yeah. back issue. Mike, listen to this. The current Angels on the 40-man roster that are hurt, listen hmm. to this. Davis Daniel, pitcher, which I don't think we've seen him in the majors. He was called up at one point but didn't get into a game. Right. Brandon Drury, of course, should be back. After the All-Star break, Ben Joyce uh, won't be pitching off of a mound for about three or four weeks is the latest news. Jose Marte, who's been injured since the beginning of the season. Zach Neto, also hopeful for after the All-Star break. Logan Ohapi, who took 25 what they call dry swings uh, just yesterday in in the sense that he's just swinging the bat and, and not swinging at a ball, just seeing if he can actually function and do that. Um, so that's encouraging. Jose Quijada, of course, is out with Tommy John. Chris Rodriguez, who had a major setback and won't be appearing this season. Max Stassi, still out with personal uh, issues going on that are have been undisclosed, and our thoughts go out to him, of course. Mike Trout, Gio Rochella, who's out probably until the end of the season, and Austin Warren, if you can believe it. He was also in this bullpen at one point, and unfortunately, he had to have Tommy John. So that's a lot of injured people on this 40 man roster, Mike. Yeah. I, you know, I texted our uh, locked on listener and friend, uh, cope and and just asked him like hey are, how you feeling bro like because this <laughs> you is ask him how to cope with this because I, I asked cope how to cope and and i said how you feeling bro like what what's what's going on what's in your mind and and this is what uh he he texted me he said any other year i feel like we're done but the depth is huge trout wasn't having a fully trout like year so maybe moniac and adele can give us at least that same production with maybe an added threat of steals hmm. defense could suffer a bit with adele trying to keep hope alive but this last week has been rough and i felt like that kind of summarized how you and i feel about this situation or at least how i feel about this situation johnny give me your thoughts when you heard that trout's out and and what we do as a team moving forward and as fans it's just so rough with him being out on top of Neto and drury and and matt moore and and just all these guys mike it's so rough to hear just like we, we we're just getting piled on right now and it's it I, I'm encouraged by the fact that they brought up Joe Adele so quickly 
And I, I am also encouraged because Perry Manassian has proven to make the necessary moves. Yes. If, if, and also listen to this. If this were if this were Shohei Otani injured in some form or fashion, I know he didn't have a great start yesterday, but we'll talk about that. But if this were Shohei, I think I would be even more discouraged. Agreed. I feel a little bit hopeful just because I'm excited for the next man up mentality. We got some guys on the way back. I think Joe Adele adds something to this team that is kind of missing right now. And before we even get to talking about Joe Adele, I have to consider this, and this came from our friend Specs on Twitter. He said the Braves won a World Series without Ronald Acuna Jr., and they were under 500 at the deadline, and they went out and got, I believe, I know it was at least two outfielders, Mike, yeah. but I, I think, think they even I got, think they got three. Four. They got four. <laughs> I think they got four. They, they were, were like, just hey, like, give us you every... guys no work. We'll get other two guys. <laughs> yeah, give us every outfielder that you have, all the bacon and eggs you have, right? And and that's what they did. And I think that's the mentality that Perry Manassian needs to have right now is yeah. give me all the youngsters. Give me all the guys that are producing. I'm going out and making trades, and I'm going to make this happen, and I'm encouraged by that. Now, in order for this to not be so devastating – I, I'm so excited that Joe Adele is up. Number yeah. one, because who would you rather run out there? Renhifo in the outfield? No. Or like what? No. Who else would you rather have at this point right now? Right. And and for it to not be devastating, we need AAA Adele. And in fact, his AAA stats right now, he's batting 271. He's got a 376 on base. Look, I'll take 376 because 400 is like elite. And the other day when we were looking at on-base guys who lead off, like Altuve and Brandon Nimmo, they were about that 375 or under mark. Uh, He's slugging 580. He's got an OPS uh, of 956, 23 home runs, and 55 RBIs. Yeah. This year, he's got 216 innings in left field, 203 in right field, 111 in center field, a total of two airs. Now, I understand errors are like when you really mess up yeah. and maybe maybe the routes aren't the routes that a, a pro would take all the time. He's not going to be uh, a trout out there or ammoniac out there, but it's serviceable. And yeah. honestly, with the anemic offense that this team has had, I would love to see Adele provide average defense and some consistent hitting and yeah. honestly, fire and energy to this team because that's what they need. They are so down on their luck lately that like, it's not exciting to be part of this team. Mike, when Joe Adele got called up this year, his first at bat, he hits a home run. Yep. Right. He gets called up for a game, but didn't play, got sent back down. He gets called up yesterday and he comes in in a pinch hit situation, hits a triple, drives in Taylor Ward. First thing he does when he comes back. And I'm like, yes, that's the guy that we need. And if he doesn't see this as his opportunity to step up and be who the Angels need because Mike Trout is out right now, I mean, this this is his opportunity. This is his chance. This is his moment, right? This is this is the time for Joe Adele to show what he's got. Yeah, and the biggest thing that needs to happen is Joe Adele needs to be in the starting lineup. Yes, and the starting lineup is where he needs to be. And Moniac every day. And Moniac <laughs> needs to be in the starting line. Like they don't need to mess around anymore. Phil Nevin doesn't need to mess around anymore. I think it's cute that you try to put Renjifo and Velasquez in certain places. Stop being cute. Joe Adele <laughs> should be in there all of the time, every game, 
until he's sent back down or if he proves himself. And I think Joe Adele is going to prove himself. This is a situation similar to what happened with Bryce Harper last year with the Phillies. He was out for a good chunk of time, and they really rallied together. You mentioned the Braves as well. And then Altuve was out for Houston for a while, and now they don't have Jordan for a while. So Mm -hmm. other teams are facing some of the things that we're facing. This is an opportunity for the Angels to really rise to the occasion. And quite frankly, we're going to talk about it, quite frankly, with Rendon getting hit in the knee and then being out. I think that's a good thing, Johnny, and we'll talk Mm. about that uh, in in our next segment. But I I really think that this is a moment for the Angels to really rise up. Yeah, and and the fact is, is like you mentioned at the beginning of of the show, everybody needs a pep talk. Are you in or are you out? And and you and I are always going to be in with the Angels in terms of, yeah, bring up the guys you need to bring up. Go trade for the guys that you need to go get. And and show this this league that you still got what it takes to be yeah. successful. You, yeah. you took a huge blow. Injuries happen. It's part of the game. Now, you and I are all in, and I like the question that you asked. Are you in or are you out? And And quite frankly... It's, it's time for this team to step up. It's time for us as fans to step up, and it's time for us to really get on board with making the right moves, making the right decisions. Perry Manassian needs to be on the phone. I'm sure he was on the phone all day yesterday, <laughs> but I, I think that he will make the necessary moves to get this team going. And again, like you said, Joe Adele needs to be in there. Mickey Moniak needs to be in there. We need to start playing the right pieces in this lineup. It has to happen. Hey, the Angels are playing the Padres at 540 Pacific time. Sandy's back on the bump. And again, this is an opportunity for a young guy like him to show what he's got. And he can't get emotional. He can't get uh, uh, overreacting to bad things that happen. He can't get overwhelmed. He's got to show that this is his moment as well. The Angels, uh, again, are playing the Padres at 540 Pacific time. Catch every pitch of the Angels' hometown broadcast with SiriusXM on the SXM app. Just search Angels. Coming up on Locked on Angels, the Angels struggled against the Padres on July 4th. And why did it happen? And what needs to happen next? We're going to talk about all of that coming right up. Today's show is brought to you by Sleeper. Sleeper is a fantasy sports and real money gaming app focused on bringing people together through sports and gaming. This app has become the fastest organically growing fantasy platform in all the world with over 5 million active users just last year. Here's how it works. You choose between two and eight of your favorite players in the MLB and decide if they will perform better or worse than the predicted stats. For example, you can guess if Shohei will hit maybe more or less than two home runs in a game. And if you get your picks right, then you could win big because Sleeper is now offering a payout of up to 100 times what you bet when you play the eight-pick contest. The Sleeper app works quickly too. Entries can be made in 30 seconds or less, and there's a safe and fast withdrawal with all of the payouts. You can download the Sleeper app today. And when you do, use our promo code Locked On, and you're going to get up to $100 match on your first deposit. There are some terms and conditions that do apply. You can see Sleeper's terms of use for details. Currently operational in over 30 states. Check out Sleeper today. Thanks for making Locked On Angels your first listen of the day. Locked On Everydayers, join us this Friday for Fan Mail Friday. Listen, you can get in our voicemail. You can send us a DM. You can comment on Twitter or Instagram, and we'll get your questions. Comment on the video on YouTube. We'll get your questions from there as well. 
I know you guys got a lot of thoughts and feelings about this past week, and we want to talk to you about it. So get your questions in for Fan Mail Friday. The Angels are back at it against the Padres tonight at 5.40 Pacific time. Catch every pitch of the Angels hometown broadcast on SiriusXM with the SXM app. Just search Angels. Angels lose on the 4th of July, 8-5. to Otani had a really, really tough game. And in this game, Johnny, he gave up back-to-back home runs. Yeah. Trainer comes out. They find out he's got a blister on his middle finger. Now, Otani said it was basically the same finger that had affected him in his last outing when he had the mm-hmm. cracked fingernail. Uh, it wasn't fully healed. And it got, got worse as the game went on. He said... I think I'm going to be okay to continue to hit, but as of now, I'm not going to pitch in the all-star game. Yeah. And then Rendon fouls a ball off of his knee and he's <sighs> out and it's a left shin contusion. The x-rays were negative, so nothing's broken. And when he left the field, he could hardly walk on that. Phil Nevin tried to help him. He pushed him off and then they mm. went into the dugout and they helped him walk down the stairs. Now Rendon said on the injuries that he's faced this year, it's almost comical. No, it is comical. Let's laugh at it because it just seems like everything's falling apart for him. It's frustrating, and I don't know what to do. I'm lost. And when uh, when asked if he expects to go on the IL, he said he'll know more today, and it's not looking good. Johnny, I actually think that Anthony Rendon going on the IL is a really good thing, and here's why. Hmm. I think that this is an opportunity for them to bring up Trey Cabbage. You Hmm. put Trey Cabbage at first base. You put... Escobar at second base and you put Moose at third base mm-hmm. and then you don't mess with it. You have a consistent infield, a consistent lineup and let those guys that you traded for actually have an opportunity to perform, not yeah. platoon, not come in when they feel like it. And again, I mentioned it last segment. Let's not get cute with Rendon uh, with, I'm sorry, with Renjifo or with Velasquez. It's time to stop doing any of that, any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Let's let's really solidify this team. Let's let Trey Cabbage do what he can do. You got to put Joe Adele in right field, Mickey Moniak in center, and then put Taylor Ward in left field. And then you can switch out at first base a Hunter Renfro if you need to put him in there. He hasn't really been performing. I know he hit a home run yesterday, but I think that this is a guy who needs maybe some platoon time instead of actually yeah. being in there all of the time. And so let's give Trey Cabbage a shot. And let's solidify our infield. And I know that the runners in scoring position have had a, a an uptick when Rendon has been in there previously, but he certainly hasn't helped in this Padre series at all. No. And so him being hurt and on the IL might actually be a benefit to this offense and a benefit to this team. Let's get some young guys out there like Zach Neto who can bounce back and bounce back again and then totally. bounce back a third time because he's young and he's spry and he's energetic. What do you think about that? Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. And again, you think about Rendon coming off his last IL stint. Uh, he hasn't been the same since the season started. When he started this season, I know the power hadn't been there, but he was consistent with hitting runners in scoring position. He was consistent with his batting average, hitting like uh, 200 high 200s uh, before he went on the IL for the first time. And ever since then, he's not been the same. So I'm ready for a change. And, and look, we got Drury coming back after the break. We've got Neto coming back after the break. So that's only going to help your infield. And and you mentioned it, Mike, with with the approach at the plate with runners in scoring position. Now, Joe Adele came in to pinch hit for Otani. Taylor Ward was on first base. He hits a RBI triple because which way did he go? The opposite way, right into the gap, into right field. It was fantastic. He scored on a sacrifice fly. Moustakis gets hit with the ball. There's two walks to the next batters. Uh, Chad Wallach's he walks with the bases loaded, so that scores a run. I felt bad for Fletch because I thought he had a really good at bat for a change, and he got 
uh, struck out looking, even though the pitch was was very inside. Yeah, Fletch was the smarter man in that situation. And then Moniak walked against lefty Josh mm. Hader. Hey, how about that? Mm. You, you mean to tell me a 10 at bat sample size against lefties isn't enough to make a judgment mm. call on Moniak <laughs> going against lefties? Uh, and then Ward grounded out. He had a chance to beat that, but he's just the slowest person in the yeah. entire world. He is. And, and it is just so insane, man. And and so again, if, if these guys are just going to, uh, you know, cement foot it around the bases like Ward, then put Moniak and Joe Adele in the outfield and, yeah. and put Hunter Renfro in right field. Like do yeah. something different because it's just so insane. So after that game, I, I was, res- it was a respectable fight at the end. It felt yes. like, all right, guys. Okay. Like, yeah, too little too late here, but at least you're trying. Right. And given our conversation about uh, the, the, the aggressive approach at the plate, I was really impressed with all of those guys taking the walks, recognizing the situation right. and seeing that they were struggling. They, they couldn't hit the zone. They couldn't locate. They couldn't do any of that. And it prevented those guys from being so aggressive. So what now, Mike? I mean, we've, we've talked about the pep talk. We've talked about moving forward, talked about yesterday's game. Where are we at now? What do you think? I think they got to shuffle the lineup. We've talked a lot about that. Mm-hmm. I think it's time to to make sure that that seven, eight, and nine isn't a hole. I would move Hunter Renfro if he's in. I'd move him down to eight. I think that mm-hmm. you move him down there and move move some pieces around. Uh, I think would be really really helpful. I think Otani either needs to bat two or bat three in this lineup. If Moniak's going to lead off, I have Otani batting three and I would put maybe an Escobar at two because he mm. seems to be somebody that makes contact who, or who would you put Otani who would you put behind Otani now that Trout's out Joe Adele I would put okay. Joe Adele in the middle of this lineup because I think Joe Adele has proven himself and I would be I would be like Phil Nevin was with Jose Suarez last year and I would say Joe this is you man carry our team fire them up let's do this together let, let's go out there and protect Otani. And I think if they do pass Otani, I think it's an opportunity for Joe to say, bring it on and yeah. watch me actually crush you. Because I think that he actually has really improved. Obviously, we need more of a sample size, but I think he's really improved and his AAA numbers really show that. I would be afraid to give Joe Adele a good pitch to hit because if it's in the zone, he's going to hit it out. Right? Yep. And he was talking on the radio about his approach and being aggressive and everything. Uh, that has trickled down to him in AAA and he's doing really well with it. So uh, I'm with you on that one. I think continuing, you can you can forget the matchups. Just yes. play yes. the hot bats. And I understand Moniac's having a great season because he hasn't been in there against lefties. But you gotta you gotta give him a chance. You got to put his hot bat in the lineup. I think they got to get the next three games. I think they need to go there today agree. and win. You got to go in and and face the Dodgers this weekend. Do what you have to do yeah. to get through until the All Star break and and stay above that 500. Uh, that 500 mark, because Lord knows we don't want to go down below that. Phil Nevin had an interview after game one against the Padres, and he said, you know, I'm not trying to chase wins. And it, they were talking about him bringing in Sam Bachman during a time when they were really down. And well, they brought in Madero's first, and Madero's first, yeah, and then yeah. and then Bachman after that. And so that kind of brought up this conversation. So Johnny, what what does he mean by not chasing wins? What do you think he means by that? So in a situation where let's just say hypothetically it's four to two, the Angels are down, 
and they're trying to come back at this point. And the problem is, is that instead of bringing in somebody that you really trust, like a Davinsky or a Webb or an Estevez, which you, you wouldn't bring in Estevez early, um, they're bringing in guys like Medeiros or Aaron Loop yeah. or or Tucker Davidson to st- to just finish the game. Yeah. But those guys obviously are usually the guys who will give up the runs. And then that four to two lead suddenly becomes five to two, six to two. And that's exactly what happened on Monday. They they let that game get away because Madero struggled. Sam Bachman came in to clean it up. I think he should have gone to Bachman right then and there. You should have yeah. given Madero's the rookie uh the chance against the toughest guys in the Padres lineup. So what he's saying, Mike, is that he's not going to put in his best relievers in hopes that the Angels are going to catch up and chase wins. I mean, it, that just is an outright terrible idea. Like you're you're not confident that your guys are going to come back and keep it 4 to 2 or at least striking distance with yeah. 4 to 2. Yeah. So you're willing to give it away with a bad reliever or a guy who's not used to like high leverage situations i i just i can't make sense of this what are your thoughts well yesterday's game is a perfect example when they interviewed him after the game they were like so joe adele pinch hit for shohei was there a reason for that and he said nah he was gonna get his finger checked and we were we were already down seven to one and and there and there it is we were already yeah. down seven to one and right da, 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 right like and so there was no opportunity for them to come back or at least he had no hope for them to come back and then right. when they put the pressure on them in the ninth inning it was joe adele that started it so that pinch hit actually worked out for them Mm -hmm. but quite honestly like that eight to five loss could have been an eight to one loss but they showed some fight at the end and maybe perhaps if you actually made some fighting like decisions Mm. early on phil nevin it probably would have really benefited this team but it feels like when they get down he goes to the b side of the album he doesn't play the a side right (laughs) like he goes and finds the guys that just are going to clean it up and and that's a terrible way to manage that's a terrible way forward and Honestly, John, I haven't been on this bandwagon for the entire year, but if Phil's going to manage this way, then he's got to go. Yeah. Because because this is a terrible way to manage, especially with his team. You're two games over 500. You ha- are in the wild card race. Like, you can't do that. You do yeah. need to chase wins, Phil. This is what you need to do. This is why you're there. You need to make decisions that are winning decisions in the fifth and in the sixth inning. Stop waving the white flag and stop saying, well, you know, I really care about these guys, but then not actually showing that in the way that you manage. Mm -hmm. Have them go and fight. This is why Joe Adele should be in there every day and why Mickey Moniak should be in there every day. This is a ridiculous approach and it needs to change. There's a lot of things that go right and there's a lot of things that go wrong. Look, we were frustrated at the beginning of the season with Phil Nevins, like bullpen decisions come to find out that was a lot of Perry Manassian and Alex Taman influencing that and telling him to stick to the script and Artie Marino intervened and said, no, let Phil manage. And then Phil managed fairly well. I would give him like a, like a 70% success rate so yeah. far. Yeah. But in the last few weeks, Mike, it just seems like he's thrown in the towel. Remember when he took trout out in the seventh and Andrew Velasquez came up in trout's place for two at-bats before yes. the game was over? Yeah. Can you imagine Trout batting in those situations? It's a whole different ball game. The pitcher is way less confident. You have a chance to come back and win a game. I just can't understand the mentality of a manager who doesn't believe that his team can fight to get back in a game, especially when it's like 4-2 to two 
if that's what he considers chasing a win when you're down by two runs or three runs, then I don't know what school of management you went to, but right. nobody's throwing in the towel that early, especially if it's like the seventh inning, you got a couple more tries to do so. And you're right. You look at that last inning in yesterday's game, who would have thought those guys would have scored four runs and batted around the order in that situation. It's, it's totally ridiculous to throw in the towel so early. So again, I think all season long, it's super easy to go, well, Phil Nevin did this, Phil Nevin did that. And you and I have said, well, I mean, come on, it's baseball, it's managing. You're only going to notice the mistakes that happen, right? But man, the last two weeks with this guy have just been, he is not painting himself in a very good light at all. And it all started for me with that trout decision. It all started with me with taking him out of the game and giving two bats to squid. That's just absolutely ridiculous. So again, I'm with you. If that's going to be the mentality moving forward, then I think a change needs to happen at the head of this team. Well, thanks for making Lockdown Angels your first listen of the day. Remember, the Angels play the Padres at 5.40 Pacific time. You can catch every pitch of the Angels hometown broadcast on Sirius XM with the SXM app. Just search Angels. Give us a follow at Lockdown Angels on Twitter and at Super Halo Bros on Twitter and Instagram. Tell us your thoughts, your feelings. How you feeling? Are you in? Are you out? Hey, Mike, what do we have on deck for tomorrow's show? We're going to recap that game against the Padres and Sandoval's start. We're going to have all the detail, the details for you. I can't say it, but we're going to have them for you tomorrow on Lockdown Angels. All right. We believe that this season isn't over yet, so stick with us. And until then, my name is John, and that's my brother, Mike. And my name is Mike, and that's my brother, John. Thanks for being here with us, and we'll see you back here tomorrow.